Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. That's literally my line. Who says clink out loud? Cheers, girls. One, two, three, clink. Or one, two, clink. One, two, three, cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. Hey, guys. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great start. We're off to a great start. Um, it is the first episode after Christmas. We just had Christmas. Um, we were so excited. We just tested negative from COVID like the day before Christmas Eve. So we were able to travel home to see our families. We're so excited. We feel totally better. Um, and I'm really excited because like now that I think experience like symptoms are over and stuff now I can see the progression of symptoms and like the decrease of them and I was just thinking like how grateful I was that it wasn't worse you know because like I know people who are like in the hospital and stuff and like who were like down and out all 10 days kind of and I feel like really blessed that I was only I think I was only like down and out for like three of the 10 days you know yeah what about you um well it's hard because I can't necessarily tell what was like specifically because of COVID just because like I was sick before because I had mono. Yeah. So it was just like whatever I already had just got a hundred times worse. You know, there was, a, there was a, like two or three days where I was like really, really down and out in terms of like lung pain. And like I still have like a residual cough, which is like not cute, but they said she can like stay there for like months. So we'll see. But um, yeah, so I had to fly to LA to see my family the night of Christmas Eve. Like I got in at like, 9 or 10 p.m um LA time 
And I don't know what it is about Christmas Eve, but people who fly on Christmas Eve are all crazies. <laughs> like, I got to the airport and everyone was on 10. I was like, you guys all need to calm down. That's it's so not, funny. It's not, it's not that serious. But, and like, so you know how like, there's always those movies or like romance stories where like you sit next to someone random on the plane and like you guys fall in love. Yeah. I think that's going to happen to me at some point in my life. Like I just feel that. Because you me. fly a lot too. I fly a lot. I th- I've flown too much to have someone not fall in love with me next to me on the flight. Exactly. But anyway, I sat next to a guy that was our age on the flight to LA and he, when I tell you, you know how you can like feel someone staring at you? Yes. Like the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like I could feel it. I could see it because his head was really big. But can you hear Cole screaming? Yeah, I can. Oh, my God. So, Sydney, if you're new, Sydney has a little brother, Cole. He's, what, three now? Yeah, he's three. He's three. His little friends are over, and they've been, like, stuck inside because there's no school. So they're all literally screaming. So sorry if you can hear that. They're so cute. Nice little, like, background to your story. (laughs) Yeah, a little ah. So um, I could see him staring at me the whole flight and I kind of was like do you have something you want to say like why are you why it wasn't even like in a cute way it was like a can you we've been here for six hours please turn your head but I think it's because I was editing the podcast on my computer and like when I opened GarageBand he opened this like fancy schmancy looking like editing software and started editing stuff and he had like a bunch of like equipment and I was like you don't have to outstage me like that I was just doing my own work my own little thing (laughs) on the plane and then we yes and as we were deplating he was like I am music producing. And I was like, okay. I, I'm not. I just have a podcast. And that was the extent of our conversation. And I was like, you could have done that without having to stare. Sydney, but, he wanted yeah. to have that connection with you. He like saw you bust out garage van and he was like. <gasps> Maybe I just have that certain je ne sais quoi. You know? That's so funny because what if like he wanted the same thing you wanted? Like what if he wanted that romantic connection? And you were like. I'm just editing my podcast, leave me alone. (laughs) It wasn't the time for that. Maybe another year, maybe another day. Was he cute? Girl got to it. Everyone's cute in their own way. (laughs) I think I I care more about the heart. You know me? You know me. I I focus on the heart. I focus on the vitality of life. Yeah, how was your your drive back to, to where you're from? It was good. There was barely any traffic, which was crazy. And I did not sleep the whole way home um even though it was really really early but what I did like about the drive home because Philadelphia is where my parents live and that's only like an hour and a half two hour drive from New York but we obviously anticipated traffic because a lot of people go to New York for college so I figured like families would be driving home around New Year's Eve um but there really wasn't any which was great so I just got to sit in the car and talk about politics with my dad the whole time which I really really enjoy because He's definitely more right-leaning and, like, all he watches is Fox News. So it's really, really fun to just, like, see what kind of different, like, news we're both getting. And uh, also, for Christmas, my mom's brother's girlfriend gave us wine from Trump's Vineyard. I did not know Trump had a vineyard, did not know he had a farm, did not know he made wine, but he apparently makes wine, like, red wine, rosé, champagne. Uh, They gave us, like, Trump ornaments, Trump candy. Do I still have that over here? No, I don't know. But it, he gave us Trump candy in the shape of a gold bar. And I thought it was the funniest. Sorry. I went on a rant about politics because I was talking about politics in the car with my dad. Yeah, but it was spice up. Spice up the holiday. Spice up the bit. life. Spice up the life. What about you, Sydney? Any, like, relative, like, moment with you? Every time. All of it. All of it. Like, my whole, whole family's here. 
And I don't think my whole family's been together in like two or three years. And we're Jamaican, so everybody's everybody's doing their thing. But it's like nice having like a little sibling right now. Cause like I used to be the youngest, but I have a three year old little brother, as we said earlier. So like the Christmas spirit has been like reinvigorated. Like he woke everyone up at like 7 a.m. Like he was so excited. And it was so cute. He was wrapping the gift, the toys he already owns. Just so he could, he could unwrap them again. <laughs> Cause he likes the idea of like ripping open presents. So yeah, he's, he's funny. You guys call like for Christmas got a mini peloton bike and i upon like hearing this news i don't think i've ever been happier i was love and so you sent me pictures videos so cute it was so cute because um obviously we have we have one to exercise but like his is like like a little tonka one but you connect your ipad to it through bluetooth and it has like mario kart time type games on there where like you actually do like pedal through the game but it's like learning based so it'll be like pedal through the numbers or like you have to spell out this word with your, like, things. He was on that thing for, like, two hours straight. I was like, that's why you're so tiny. He has, like, little baby biceps. I'm like, you're three years old. That's so cute. Did you guys do, like, the cookies and milk for Santa and the celery and carrots for the reindeer? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> my, family, my family got Madeline's from Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be me and my family because I don't bake or cook. Like, every time I go in the kitchen, something weird happens. Like, something something goes wrong. So Girl, get the ones you rip apart and you stick them in the oven. Oh, yeah, you mean, like, the Pillsbury dough ones? I ate them raw. They're like, don't eat this raw. And I was like, now, is this a warning or just, like, a suggestion? <laughs> is that, yeah, yeah, is that an encouragement or a requirement? Oh, it's also so funny because, like, Cole knows about Santa, but, like, we haven't really, like, told him about it. Yeah. And so he created this whole, like, thing in his head where there's two Santas. There's a North Pole Santa and a South Pole Santa. And South Pole Santa is black. And North Pole Santa's white. And South Pole Santa comes on Christmas Eve. And North Pole Santa comes on Christmas Day. No one told him that. He just, like, started saying it. We were like, okay. Does he firmly believe that? And, like, how long ago did he get that in his head? Like, because there were gifts under the tree Christmas Eve. And he was like, South Pole Santa came today. And we were like, what? And he points to, like, a picture, and it was Black Santa. And I was like, I'm so dead. That is so funny. A plus. That means he gets more gifts, so A plus for creativity. That's hilarious. Yeah, he really, like, he really thought that through. Because he saw the gifts under the tree and was like, oh, yeah, you know, Santa usually comes on Christmas, so North Pole Santa's going to come tomorrow. So your parents were probably like, fuck, we have to get a work. Yeah, they were like, absolutely not. (laughs) Oh, Uh -uh. that's so funny. What was the year that you stopped believing in Santa Claus? Well, my sister told me he wasn't real when I was eight. My mom Take literally her. cried. My mom cried in the car. Oh my God, that's so mean. Oh yeah. no. The woes of being the baby sibling. I don't remember when I stopped believing in Santa Claus. I remember when I stopped believing in the tooth fairy. That was a very like, traumatic moment for me, but everything else. I feel else. like you'd be the kind that would still believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> you would so be the kind. You would so be the kind. Well, I am a Disney adult, so it kind of like goes hand in hand. That I definitely, I don't believe in Santa Claus, but I do believe in the Christmas magic. Because, no, you're literally not only you're a Disney adult, and you're also an only child. So you had no one to like ruin it for you. So I feel like your parents like wouldn't have told you, and you'd be the kind to be like Santa Israel in like your college <laughs> class, and everyone'd be like, um, "Sweetie, I don't know who has to tell you this, but yeah, I really, I, I definitely found out that Santa wasn't real way too old. I was probably like in high middle school or something because every year 
I'm pretty sure this year was the first year that we like didn't really decorate the tree, do the cookies, do milk, whatever, because of COVID, like obviously. But we've girl, done it. You still it. put cookies out? Yes. Miss girl, you're so because you send me because I get all my wrapping done like Christmas Eve, like day or the day before. But my parents are still up late on Christmas Eve night, so I know that they're gonna eat the cookies and drink the milk. But I go to bed before them so they can like you know still retain some of that Christmas magic that I still believe in. Uh, so I leave out the cookies for them, and I also put uh, out celery and carrots in the front yard. So I really can't justify that one, but. <laughs> you are so funny yeah like i see like people on instagram who i know who like have kids like my stepmom's friends and they sprinkle like powdered sugar on the ground to make it look like snow and all this stuff my kids are not getting that i'm gonna say santa is not real he's a product of capitalism you'll be getting a gift from me and you'll be okay (laughs) yeah because i'm very like my love language is gift giving so i was like thinking to myself i don't really know how i'm gonna work because I guess you could consider it a self-centered, like, narcissistic thing. But I kind of want my kids to know that the presents are from me and not from Santa. You know what I mean? Because, like, imagine Santa gets them all these gifts and, like, I don't get them any. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really I mean, know. I just, don't, I just don't want my kids to think that some random, random big old white man with a big old <laughs> white beard from a land that does not exist is going to come into our house uninvited. <laughs> throw some random things in there and go like I get it as like a behavioral thing where you're like enticing your children to like have good behavior but also like if you have to bribe your kids with presents to behave let's think of another way though I do use that against my little brother like when he was getting on my nerves I was like I'm gonna tell Santa not to come and he would stop immediately something that I learned about bribing recently because I just took like a child behavior class is that it's only bribing if you're enticing your child to do something bad so it's technically like you being like oh um I'll give you know if you have good behavior at the zoo I'll get you an ice cream afterwards that's not bribing because you're you're asking them to do like a good behavior bribing would only be if you were trying to corrupt them so technically it's not bribing so technically I can do it and I think I'm just excusing myself to be like a bad parent in the future but then you're associating your kid that's like if you want them to behave well they'll get a reward but there's, being a there's uh, this thing called the zone of proximity, which says, I, I don't know what that is, don't ask me, but basically uh, I know that the zone of proximity concludes, I don't know if it's called the zone of proximity, but there's something out I'm there. Certain. There's like a theory. Okay, I learned it and I got it right on my exam. I know that for a fact. There's this thing that says like, if you want your child to like behave, you can reward them with stuff and like gradually they will start to behave and not get the stuff. But, like, if you start out, quote-unquote, like, bribing them, they will eventually get better without the bribery. Yeah, because it's, like, my little brother, when they were potty training him, if he would, like, go number two on his own, they would give him a lollipop. So then he, like, expected lollipops for him to poo. Every time? Oh, my god. Yes. That's why he's so crazy, all that sugar. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. But anyway, <laughs> we have not even touched on the topic yet. No, we have so. not. No, but it's okay. Be... We're only 15 minutes in. It kind of felt longer. I feel like we've been talking for like yeah. 30 minutes. But yeah. um, today our topic is going to be about New Year's resolutions because right now we're recording this on the 27th. And I think it's also going to be coming out today as well. Yeah, right, Sydney? Yes. Um, so today is December 27th. Uh, New Year's is coming up. Fun fact, tomorrow is my parents' anniversary. Uh, um, oh, I know. That's okay. Uh, but so, you know, obviously New Year's is coming up soon and we wanted to talk about resolutions, uh, you know, what we think about them, what ours are, if we have any. And we also wanted to touch on like TikTok trends about New Year's and resolutions and stuff like that. So I wanted to talk about like this um, trend on TikTok recently. It's not necessarily about like New Year's resolutions per se, but it is about manifestation. And you know those sounds? I think we talked about this in another episode. And this is something different, but you know those sounds on TikTok that are like if you don't if you don't record yourself with this sound and post it right immediately after, you will have bad luck for like 7 years. I'm sick of that shit because do you remember it's when that we were I'm so lucky one? Yeah. I I've blocked every time I see the sound I block it. <laughs> Because remember when we were in middle school and people would send out those email chains or those text chains saying that, like, if you don't send this out to, like, 20 people, your mom's going to die at midnight or some yes. shit like that? I was like, some kid had to sit there and write that out. Like, I just, <laughs> like, how are you that bored, number one, at number two? 
if you have extra time and that's what you choose to do with it, that is definitely like a red flag to your parents that you may need therapy. I was terrified of those things. I literally thought my mom was gonna die. I remember crying so hard when I was in middle school. It's like another you know, one that was like, if you step on a crack, you break your mother's back. I'd be literally <laughs> skipping down the down the sidewalk. I think like with everything, social media takes something that's practical and healthy and runs it straight into the ground by making it toxic (laughs) the gutter so like i fully believe in manifestation not in the sense of it being like a if you say it it will happen type thing but more that if you put positive energy out into the world positive things will happen to you like if you say like oh i'm not gonna get this i'm not gonna do that i if you're just generally negative negative things will happen like i'm not saying like the world is gonna take that and like put magic juju in you but it's like if you are positive and you give yourself confidence and like you strive towards something generally you're gonna get a good reaction out of it or like a good uh outcome and if not then maybe it's not meant for you but i think it's more of like an internalized thing or like if you are positive about things you're more likely to put more work into it to put more energy into it to like dedicate yourself to something but of course TikTok is like, if you don't post this sound in 17 seconds and put out all of your wishes, you will literally die. And I'm like, calm down. Like, cause like now that's all I see on my For You page. And it's like, you can't like have positive manifestations where you wake up every morning and you're like, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to invest time, things that I'm passionate about. Like saying that to yourself every day is going to give you like a positive reaction. So I think that like making it like a TikTok trend is... Um, hurting or hindering more than helping but I do believe it like on a personal basis I'm just not going to post about it on TikTok I completely agree I like social media for entertainment purposes but I think the spiritual and the social media should be completely separated you know how everybody's like church and state separated (laughs) I yes same thing (laughs) (laughs) it is the exact same thing no I believe in that same theory with like spirituality and tiktok because spirituality is so personal and like social media is so widespread that's the only thing it's like it's different for every single person out there um and like religion also comes into it and then it's like this whole thing so you know like people really get super religious with their manifestation techniques and then others are like very um energy focused and crystals and spirituality and like yoga meditation stuff like that so i think there are so but that so differs you know what i mean it's like not even that black and white even so I think that making it such this widespread thing, like, if you don't do this, you're going to get bad luck. You know, it, I think that's really weird. But what I did want to ask you is if you believe in, like, if you do good things or if you put out good energy in the world, good things will happen to you. Do you believe in, like, the opposite of that? Like, do you believe in karma? Like, you put out negative energy and that will come back towards you? I definitely do. Like, the, like you know that golden rule they teach you in, like, kindergarten, like, treat people the way you want to be treated? Yeah. I believe it in a way that what you put out into the world will come back to you. It's like if you treat people negatively, if you just aren't generally a nice person, that energy is going to come back to you in some way, whether it's like this, that, or whatever. So I do believe in, also it's just like beyond that, what's the point of being negative? Like what's the point of being bad? Like I thought that takes so much more energy and thought and just whatever than it is just be positive or just to ignore it. So I believe it on that level, but I don't believe that like it will come hit you like a rock why are they screaming? <laughs> They're literally watching a movie. Why are they screaming? <laughs> to bring it back to like New Year's resolutions, I think the biggest mistake that people make is they get like really hyped because of course the end of the year comes with sometimes sadness, sometimes like reflection, just in general. 
and people are saying, okay, on January 1st, things are going to change. And while yes, it's like a positive outlook on things, things don't just change in a day, you know, like you have to build up those behaviors, build up those habits. So when I think of resolutions, I don't really think, I I do do them and I do believe in them, but I don't think of it as like a, on January 1st, things are going to change. I think of it more as something that's gradual where I say, for example, like I, one of my resolutions is to get healthier in terms of like working out, in terms of eating, in terms of how I manage stress, in terms of how I manage my time, like overall just making things like less stressful for myself and like being in a place where my body, mind, soul, et cetera, are healthier. Instead of being like, I want to lose 20 pounds by February 1st, something that's in no way healthy or realistic, I more give myself like a 30 day plan. So it takes 30 days to build a habit scientifically. So I tell myself, okay, so for the next 30 days, I want to go to the gym three times a week at least. And I want to make sure that I have like at least two healthy meals a day or do the 80 20 rule where it's like, 80% of what you eat is healthy and natural. 20% is something that like you enjoy or something that's like, I said, quote unquote, bad for you. Or I want to start journaling, like not every day because that's not going to be realistic, but like when I can or as like a stress relief or like when I do feel stressed, like to do more meditation or like yoga or listen to whatever rather than like cry in my bed and sleep. So it's more of like things that are practices that I can implement into my daily routine that I can see a change months from now than think, Oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by February 1st. I'm going to be happy and that's going to be the end of everything, you know? So I think it's more of like a gradual thing than like a, this is a set deadline that's going to change starting January 1st, you know? Yeah, and I get that if you want to put like a marker on something, you know, like if you want to have like progress steps, that's one thing. But I think there there are so many problems with designating January 1st as like the change that you have been waiting for. You know what I mean? Like uh, marking January 1st is like, my whole life's gonna change this day because then you so right um progress is super gradual and just like we were talking about spirituality is different for everybody and like energy is different for everyone um and then manifestation is different for everyone so is progress and so is I think especially the one where it's like getting healthier mind body soul that's super super different for each individual person and also a big problem with marking it so not only that but a big problem with putting like January putting so much pressure on January 1st is that those kinds of I I feel like when people myself included tend to do that they tend to have this mindset that they're supposed to be motivated at all time at all times and that's what makes them ultimately fail or hinders their progress because it does not take motivation or constant motivation because you're not going to be motivated all the time it sucks getting up at 5 a.m in the morning and working out I hate working out literally can't stand it so getting up at 5 in the morning is like to do that even though it's it would be like the most beneficial for me and it would fit best into my schedule literally makes me want to bawl my eyes out but the one thing it does take is discipline so I think having realistic expectations is something that does not go along with with um pinning a specific date as the change that your life was waiting for do you know what i'm saying it's like that huge pressure that you put on new year's resolutions and how everything's going to change in the new year you know like gym membership spike you know everybody decides to go to whole foods and trader joe's on january 1st and the lines are like out the door because everyone's trying to be healthy all at once it is so gradual and baby steps and realistic expectations are so important because it's also like what you said about wanting to see like a change by this date or like you want to seem motivated it's also like I know this has happened to me in terms of specifically wanting to get healthy is that I get discouraged from not seeing results 
Like, for example, I worked out yesterday and I was like, why don't I look like I'm sculpted by Donatello, you know? (laughs) But it's, I think it's more that consistency and dedication. And not only are you going to see a difference physically, which I think most people focus on, it's that I'm, I'm not necessarily just hoping to be like, oh, I want abs by March. Like, that's not what I care about. Like, I'm happy with the way my body looks. I'm, like, not necessarily worried about that. I'm more worried about, like, how I feel. So I want to see a difference more in how I feel, my mental health, my ability to manage things, my energy levels, because I'm literally always tired. So I want to see more long-term and lasting effects with things like that. And I think what comes with that is realizing it's not going to happen overnight. It's something that's going to require a dedication in. But I know that if I put the time in now, I will reap the benefits later. So to me, that's what's important. And I think a lot of people think that resolutions have to be tangible. Like, for example, I think the most common ones are like, oh, I want to make more money this year. Or I want to raise my salary by $2,000. Or I want to lose 20 pounds. I feel like the most important resolutions are ones that you can't really put like a number or a date on. Whether it's like, I want to feel healthier. I want to feel better. I want to work on mental health. I want to work on how I handle conflicts and resolution. Or I want to just have like a generally more positive outlook on myself or work on my self-esteem. And I think that like, resolutions like that are the ones that require the most work in moments you don't really expect them to but the ones that have like the most beneficial outcome so I'm trying to focus more on like less quote-unquote tangible resolutions and more on things that I can work on on a daily basis stop it why are you a prophet right now I'm just so wise no so wise stop it um there's this saying that's like around exercise there's like well I'm not happy for example I'm not happy running but I'm happy after I run and I think that's really important is like having this um if if there is any end goal in mind I think making them short-term end goals is really important so like for example getting out of bed to go running like that is such a short-term goal like tomorrow I'm gonna get up and go running at this time you know and like that being your only goal I think it's so important because after that one time running you're gonna feel so good because exercise Uh, scientifically releases endorphins which scientifically make you happier and like gives you more energy throughout the day I'm not saying you have to like exercise first thing in the morning because if that doesn't work for your schedule it doesn't work and it's good to exercise whenever you have time not just in the morning if that doesn't work for you like mentally or like with your schedule but keeping in mind that it will benefit you not as Cindy was saying like not to be sculpted by the Greek gods or like not to be like some unrealistic Instagram model standard but to feel so good about yourself and be like yeah like I achieved this one really short-term goal so having that discipline in mind and also feeling better throughout the day I yeah think. definitely this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global when you come back with a Purdue Global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu.
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What are some of your resolutions you feel comfortable sharing? Mm, some of my resolutions are definitely more behavior-based. There's a lot of pressure, I think, right, Sydney? When you say, like, on social media, people are, like, posting their news resolutions, especially, like, those TikTok influencers. They're being like, I'm going to lift, like, 450 pounds, like, every day. And, like, I just think everybody else should do it, too. I, you know what I mean? There's just, like, a lot of pressure to, like, do what other people around you are doing. But just a reminder to like focus on yourself and your own needs. And one of my own needs uh, this coming up year that I really want to focus on is my doormat tea quality um, because it's very, very true. And I, I have uh, put some action items items into place that Cindy was actually helping me through the other day to like kind of accomplish this. But once I had it in my mind that that's what I wanted to do, I started before the new year. You know what I mean? Like I made actionable items for myself to stop getting walked all over constantly literally like before the new year even happened you know because that's just what I set my mind to and then once I did it I was like I felt good about it and I just wanted to get started so you don't like have to wait until like December I mean January 1st but one thing that I really wanted to do was stick up for myself and realize my self-worth in both my professional and social life I'm not going to be mean to people in the process of sticking up for myself but what I am going to do is not allow myself to always be like the yes person you know if someone asked me for a favor yes uh oh Sarah like can you take on this extra project at work oh my god yeah I totally got you you know like it's okay to say no like the power of no and also the power of like a polite no you know I can still maintain my like nice aura without being a literal floor yeah, you know what I mean and I feel like yeah like li literally the carpet underneath people's feet and I think that seems like such a abstract 
goal to like not be a doormat but what I started doing and I think is a really good idea and that's what Cindy was helping me through the other day is like making step-by-step items that are easy like kind of easy at first to check off because if the first step is hard to get through then how are the other steps going to be like you know what I mean so I'm, I'm starting off easy and then I'm going to get a little it's going to get a little harder like as time goes on but I'm creating like tangible items that I can kind of indulge that will make me feel better about myself in that sense oh look at Shira that's actually yeah I have a lot of the same and I think also I just like keep trying to remind myself that like this year was hard like in every every word every meaning of the word and every possibility for a lot of people for most people it was hard so I'm like trying to give myself slack in terms of that is one thing like stop putting so much pressure on myself yeah because there was this saying that I also learned in my behavioral class stop it I'm such a scholar (laughs) um and it was that you know it was like if you can't accomplish the first step then like steps two three four and five are going to be even harder you know so you're less you're a lot less likely to see progress so I think making like small goals like not like I'm going to lose 20 pounds by February but like I'm going to start saying no when I don't when I like literally cannot do something you know because that might seem obvious to a lot of people but like to me I say yes literally all the time to everything i'm like girl you can say no yes yeah, cindy cindy's been great oh my god she, she's really been like helping me like like sometimes i'll do it and i won't even realize that i'm doing it that's the thing so like what might seem obvious to a lot of other people like saying no when you literally physically cannot do something or you physically mentally cannot take on any more work i just always say yes it's like my default so you know cindy always like calls me out for it a lot of times she's like why did you just say yes to that like we have like five episodes to record today or like you have like three tiktoks that you're behind on that you need to post it like why did you just say yes to that and I'm like I don't like, know I think like we've been conditioned to feel selfish for putting ourselves first when it's not selfish it's necessary you know and um like what you started talking about being a doormat that's something that I worked on a lot this year but I feel like in because there's a lot of situations that happened the first half of this year and I think that in wanting to stick up for myself I took it too far in the sense that I feel like I began to lose sight of like who I am like you know like I think that I'm a sweet person deep down um she is guys (laughs) (laughs) surprise um (laughs) or that like I obviously do care a lot about people I see that I try and see the best in people but in trying to mix that with standing up for myself I feel like I just lost who I usually am so I want to be more like authentic to myself and stop caring so much about like how people see me how people perceive my reaction to things and you know just putting my self-perception first but keeping that um, balance is so hard and it's definitely something that I'm struggling with right now because I've already put some of those really small actionable items in a place and like I I'm like even nervous having this conversation let alone when I had to do it in real life like I'm, I'm a little like jittery you know and I'm I'm like I sweat and like I break out in highs like I'm literally scratching behind my ear right now like this shit's hard you know and it might seem like your goals I think the main point behind me going on that whole ramble about my goal for this new year's is that you know your goal might seem so minute to you and like Cindy you just saying that you want to be like more authentic to yourself like that goal might seem so abstract and like hard to achieve but if you start with the small tangible things that you can do you'll feel so much better you know and I wasn't happy when I was actually doing it but then after I you know just like exercise but then after I did it I was like I'm the queen of the universe because I literally just I now I have like 
now I can focus on other things and I, I you know what I mean like it's, it's just it made me feel so much better after I did it but it was really hard doing it I have to admit I feel like motivation and consistency are the hardest things and like people don't realize it's okay to have an off day it's okay to not want to work out one day like I think rest and balance just as important as your end goal but just give yourself some slack it's been a hard year for everyone everyone's readjusting to things so I think that just keeping that in mind will help everyone just achieve their goals and and also don't compare yourself to other people like I always see on TikTok in terms of like just fitness because it's an easy example there's also people like post a TikTok and they're like I lost 20 pounds um in a month and I didn't do anything for it like I just like lost the weight and like it can seem so um stressful and etc stressful and I feel like just putting a lot of pressure on yourself because you're comparing yourself to that person's progress but just know that that person's success does not mean you're a failure is what I would say that was so good stop it yeah I was gonna say comparison is the biggest hurdle to success people tell me that all the time and I think it's so true because especially in this age and Sydney and I love to talk about this but we're on social media all the time and TikTok and Instagram and like um especially with body positivity but literally with everything you know like the clean girl trend or the um like the makeup trends like literally everything it's so intimidating to see other girls who are your age on the social media platform who seem like like they literally have three million followers and they're living their life and they're getting so much money from it you know it's so so scary to be in like a 21 year old in my bedroom in my parents house watching these tiktokers like emily mariko in la making food and making like millions of dollars off of it like it's crazy to think that at this age other people are so much more successful than me in so many different ways but and like the this is like a huge but is just like we were talking about like with religion and spirituality and exercise everything is completely subjective to everyone's own success like you are exactly where you're supposed to be for a reason you are going to be great you are going to turn out fantastic 2020 and 2021 were the worst years of literally everybody's life and you are not alone in any non-motivation in any failure in any setback we are all experiencing it and those social media channels are those people's highlight reels even if you know people can claim all they want this isn't edited this is you know authentic but social media is never truly authentic because it is a screen and nothing is as it seems and I think everybody as long as we all remember that that is really helpful in eliminating comparison which is literally devil <laughs> yeah and like I know a lot of people this is the time where people are getting into grad school or getting into college undergrad yeah or getting their first full-time job for after school and I feel like due to TikTok and Instagram and LinkedIn and Reddit and all these places where you are seeing people get in I think that we should realize you you should you can and you should be happy for other people's success like for example I've applied to law school and like I'm seeing all these people get in but I realized that them getting in doesn't mean it has no reflection as to who I am as a candidate you know and like I see all these people on LinkedIn getting like these incredible full-time jobs and I'm sure like when I was graduating high school seeing people get into my dream school or getting into all these amazing colleges it's so easy to compare yourself and think, oh, because they're getting in, that means something's wrong with me or that I'm behind or that I'm not doing enough or that like I'm not a good enough candidate. So think that like if you are transitioning to like your full-time career or you're transitioning to college or grad school, whatever, just realize that 
those people's success again does not mean that you're a failure and that sometimes the plan you have for yourself isn't a plan that's like outlined for you so just keep that in mind when it comes to like getting decisions and choosing a job and choosing a career path and stuff like that yeah and you don't have to be religious to know that there is a plan for you you know and and you don't even have to believe that there is a plan for you but you do have to understand that everybody's success is subjective and everybody's lives is not or everybody's lives are not as they seem you know everybody has struggles everybody has issues and I think that keeping that in mind can not only eliminate that comparison issue but also can just make you happier for people in general because when you start to compare yourself too hard that's where jealousy comes in and then you start to have really negative thoughts which can reflect negatively back on you and then can ultimately manifest in actions so I think that if you go into it with the right mindset that works for you whether you're religious or spiritual or just a positive person I think going into it and the new year like that can really make you a better person inside and also to your friends to be like happier for the people who are achieving their own successes you know what I mean because adopting a good healthy mindset is really really important you know because we all it's okay to be like jealous of something that somebody like has or somebody does like I'm jealous of Sydney all the time like Sydney's literally so much smarter than I am in every sense of the word um you know I think being like being able to be like genuinely happy for your friends and like your family members and like even the girls you see on TikTok who you think are doing so much better you know than you I think it's really important to like be positive towards those people as well same with friends in real life too because seeing like your friends succeed doesn't mean you're not going to succeed you know yeah all right guys that was it thank you so much for listening to our rambles about you know new year's eve just remember ultimately to go through with the positive mindset as much as you can and give yourself some slack you know there's a balance between consistency and discipline and also letting yourself live and be open and be happy um so just keep that in mind and we love you so much if you ever want to talk anything through or if you need advice or you know if you literally need anything remember our dms are always open you know life is hard right now especially with covid and the holidays it's crazy so uh just remember you always have two girls to talk to who totally know what you're going through um so if you do want to reach out you can on instagram at crying in public podcast sydney man she bodies that account so she's there she's for you um but we also have social media on youtube and tiktok at crying in public podcast as well and if you want to keep listening you can find us on iheart spotify and apple podcasts we love you bye happy new year bye happy new year if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an ohio homebuyer plus account from kemba financial credit union a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn seven percent apy a 500 matching bonus and a 1500 mortgage closing cost credit learn more at kemba.org offer expires march 31st 2025 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply nmls 292230 equal housing lender federally insured by ncua I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.